What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Mental Health Casual Podcast number 11, I think. Um, I keep messing up the, uh, the darn numbers. All of a sudden, I realize there's two number eights, there's two number nines. Um, and yeah, it's uh, it's been a little bit, and I'm glad people are actually listening to this thing. I actually didn't realize there were people listening, but uh, for all you out there that are listening, I want to thank you very much, and Happy New Year. It has been a crazy year. Um for me personally, it hasn't been too crazy. And actually, no, it has been pretty crazy, right? I started a YouTube channel and did all this other stuff. And now I'm doing two YouTube channels and, you know, trying to appear on podcasts. Um, yeah, it's been pretty interesting. But uh, one thing I wanted to talk about today is uh, this idea of, you know, New Year's resolutions, right? You know, for for anybody who goes to the gym, you know that somewhere around like January and February are usually when the gyms are like the most packed and then they start dropping off towards like the middle of the year, right? Uh, and I attribute that to, I, I, I don't know the actual statistics on this, but I attribute it to the fact that people are making these New Year's resolutions and they're not going through with them, right? Um, and it makes it a little annoying for me. Because, you know, I'm, I'm going to the gym regularly and I'm just like, dang it, now there's a bunch of people here out of nowhere. Uh, yeah, so January is always one of those times where, you know, you're just sitting there, you know, minding your own business and all of a sudden your gym has like twice the amount of people for no reason. Um, well, we know the reason is for, for those New Year's resolutions, but, um, you know, it's, it's interesting, right? Because New Year's resolutions are supposed to bring hope to us, right? Um, it's supposed to bring, I guess, like a, a clean slate is kind of the idea of it. But I've never really been a huge New Year's resolution person. Um, and I'll tell I'll tell you the difference between my New Year's resolution and maybe someone else's, uh, or maybe like the typical New Year's resolution that you hear, at least more recently. Um, I don't do New Year's resolutions that. I'm not already doing. So I'll give you an example. Like my New Year's resolution for one of my YouTube channels is to hit 100 subscribers by like July. Well, there's nothing really I can, you know, obviously I can make better videos and that would probably help. Um, But, you know, it's just a New Year's resolution. So I have to work to get there, but I'm already working on it to get there, right? Um, Sometimes I feel like people make their New Year's resolutions and they're like super out there. Um, I want to lose 50 pounds or something like that, like something crazy like that. And if that, if that's something that you want to do, you know, please go for it. And it, you know, I wish you all the luck. It, people are kind of wired differently. I'm not wired that way. I don't, I, you know, I'm not able to just go out there and be like, oh yeah, I'll just go lose 50 pounds. Like once I start losing like two or three and I realize 50 isn't coming to like five months later or six months later, I start giving up. Um, I like my goals to be, somewhat realistic but also like i like to have an overarching goal so my overarching goal for mental health casual would be to be able to do this uh you know as a, as a, a job you know um but also i so that's like an overarching goal that's not like a goal within like e like it's probably not going to happen for like years if anything um and i understand that but you know, I also want each video that I make to be from my heart. Um, that's why, and also, I, I'm sorry, I did take a week off uh, without telling anybody because I do that sometimes. Um, 
you know, mostly just I was getting really, really bogged down during the holidays. I have this channel and then I have uh, my other channel, Anime Casuals. So it does get a little bit uh, tiring to <laughs> to do. And um, yeah, it's really, uh, you know, it, it's a blessing, but it's also kind of, a, it, it keeps me like, it keeps structure in my life, which is a really important thing in mental health, in the mental health field, just for anybody. But yeah, you know, but going back to like New Year's resolutions and stuff, um, you know, they do get a pretty bad rap. And I don't, like I said, I don't want to discourage anybody that's made a New Year's resolution or anything like that. I would just say to think about your New Year's resolutions in a different way. And also, um, one thing that I notice with me is when I tell, tell a bunch of people what I'm doing, um, it doesn't happen. You know, I'll just tell a bunch of people like, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Now, there are some people like that. Like I have a cousin that if she says she's going to do something like she will go do it. And she's very motivated. And I get that there are people like that. And, you know, God bless them. You know, they, <laughs> they're killing it. But for me, the minute I tell a bunch of people I'm going to do something, um, man, does it fall through. Um, so that's why I kind of like to internalize things. Like I really didn't tell anybody about my mental health casual YouTube channel. Um, I told my friends about it, obviously, because I had to let them know that I was, I had to cut some videos back before on that site. I was doing like four videos a week. Is it something crazy like that? But um, I'm still doing four videos a week, but like, like four, like highly edited videos where I actually had to like cut, you know, go capture um, anime, that kind of thing. So yeah, it's, um, you know, uh, I really didn't tell too many people about it. In fact, my, my mom didn't even know about it till probably er earlier, hmm, maybe around September, like at least for a couple months. Um, I just really didn't tell anybody about it because I wanted it to be my own thing. I didn't want to just, because that was one thing that I felt like, I felt like I sabotaged myself when I do that kind of thing because the minute people are relying on me, this is just a habit that I have. I'm not trying to say anything about anybody else but whenever i have like a bunch of people that are relying on me that's usually when i'll run out it, very reminiscent kind of of, uh, of my father in a way um could could totally be because of uh, my father's in and out of my life um my father being in and out of my life maybe i'm copying that behavior um but yeah it was always something like i loved I don't know. I guess I did love it. Yeah, I, there, there were definitely times. Like, I'll give you an example. I was, um, I was there. I was supposed to go to go to like San Francisco on a band trip or something like that. Um, actually, I skipped this trip like two years in a row. Um, but you, you, this is like a mandatory trip. Like, you have to go on it. Um, but you know, and people are all looking forward to it. I didn't tell anybody, but I decided to just not go two years in a row. Um, and, um. You know, it wasn't because I couldn't get the money. I mean, I'm sure if I had fundraised or I'm, I'm sure my my mother would have, you know, helped me go. But yeah, just knowing that everybody wanted me to go and just going against it. It's always been kind of my nature to really go against norms. And I don't mean that in a like, like, uh, what's that emo, emo kid song? I'm, I'm a nonconformist too, or something like that. Uh, it's not just because I'm a nonconformist. It's just like when people are really relying on me, that's when I usually let them down the most. Uh, usually pur purposefully. It's, it's not an accident. Um, same thing with my, my last church. You know, I was the, um, 
I was the main, um, well, I became the main, um, music. I don't, I don't know what you'd call me. Like, uh, I was, I was the person who provided the music for a, uh, church group, um, that met, we, we usually met, uh, later in the day on Sundays. So, or, you know, regular church service would be at 1030. This church service would be at like five, five I want to say five or something like that. And, you know, eventually I got, I just left it. Like I didn't even tell anybody. I just started not going and, you know, it was, uh, it was really embarrassing. Um, that was also because of my addiction to a pot. I really didn't want to, um, yeah, I, I just see, this is how you know that you're addicted to something is when you don't want to go somewhere because it could get in the way of you smoking or whatever you're doing. And, uh, yeah, I really didn't want to go. And I, I started feeling guilty cause I was actually showing up to church like high. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was really embarrassing. Um, but also I was like, Oh, if I just get rid of the thing that embarrasses me, then, you know, I'm not thinking that it's pot. I think it's a church, right? Cause it's like, you know, if I show up at church high, then I'll be a little embarrassed. But if I show up anywhere else high, I should be fine. Right. So yeah, it, um, I've always been, um, what did what did Ron White call it? Like a like a professional quitter, uh, <laughs> um, you know, like that kind of thing. I think he has a joke where his his grandfather says like that boy's got a lot of quit in him, um, pretty much like me. And so that's why I have a problem with myself setting these big New Year's resolutions, right? Like I'm gonna go lose this, I'm gonna go do that. It's like for me, I kind of set my goals to where I'm already headed. Um, I don't do like a complete like 360, right? Um, it's not like I'm not a YouTuber and I'm going to be a YouTuber with a hundred, you know, subscribers or something. It's like something I'm already going towards, but, um, I'm kind of setting a date for, to see how, uh, to measure the success of my channel, that kind of thing. So yeah, dude, New Year's resolutions are kind of weird. I, I had, um, I had the pleasure of talking to this uh, gentleman named Alexander Shia, who's, um, you know, really big in the Christian community talks about, uh, you know, this idea of quadrados. Um, I won't get too much into that here, but, um, I remember I was listening to a podcast because usually when I'm, when I'm about to interview somebody, I'll try and listen to any interviews that they've done, um, and kind of pick out things that I kind of want to ask them. And one of the things that he mentioned on, um, what's, what's the gentleman's name? Rob Bell, I believe his name is, um, on his podcast, he was talking to him about, um, hope and he actually has and his concern with it uh, and because hope is in the future right whereas knowledge you know if you know something's going to happen then you know that it's still I, I guess it's still kind of in the future but just knowing that you you're able to do something instead of hoping for something to happen um, which is which is a pretty interesting point right because if we think about uh, typical religion you know, going on a religious tangent real quick, you, th you know, people hope for heaven, right? They hope that there is a heaven, they, all that kind of stuff. Whereas if you're a true believer, you have faith that there's heaven. Ho faith and hope are not the same thing. Um, and, you know, you can argue whatever that means, but it, it's an interesting point, right? Because when you think about hope in your daily life, right? Oh, I hope I can, I don't know, I hope I win the lottery. I hope I do something that's successful. But when you hope, you know, are you also putting in things to make that hope a reality, right? Um, you know, go back to Christianity or, you know, whatever religion you have, right? It's, it's kind of like, 
believing in whatever deity that you believe in and saying, oh, or and praying to whatever deity you believe in and saying, oh, yeah, I wish for this, this and this, but never doing anything to actually achieve that. Um, you know, just kind of assuming that you'll get this magical handout. Um, and don't get me wrong. There are people that definitely get some magical handouts and some and. But you'd probably be surprised at how many of the people that you think have magical handouts actually worked really hard to get there. And, you know, it, it, it gets discouraging, but I also think that, you know, having the knowledge that you're capable of something is way different than having the hope that you... Like, I'll give you... I keep on saying I'll give you... I'll give you another example uh, to go on the seven or eight I've already given. But even with this YouTube channel, right, I actually didn't... When I was coming up with ideas, so I, on my YouTube channel, I have this thing called the Mental Health Chats, where I just talk to YouTubers, um, anybody I can really get on, to be honest with you. Um, but you know, I, uh, you know, I talk to them and all that kind of stuff, and people that are new to the podcast or my YouTube channel, I have social anxiety, and you know, when I first got the idea for it, I decided to go on Omegle. Because I was already doing that with um, with my anime channel. Like, I would just go on there and talk about anime to people. People are usually pretty open to that. And, um, you know, I was I was like, I wonder if they'll be open to, like, mental health. <laughs> you know, talking about mental health, too. Um, and so I had my first uh, guest, who was a young lady, you know, very, uh, you know, she, she was really cool. Um, then I had my second guest, who, you know, had... You know, hope uh, I think his name was Aaron. You know, all all the you know uh, best of luck to him. You know, I, I think he's going through a recovery program right now. Um, and then I had a, a trans uh, trans gentleman on for my third uh, third one, and then I just decided, you know, because Omegle's a little bit a little bit of a you know Russian roulette kind of thing, uh, <laughs> um, where you don't know what you're gonna get. But, uh, yeah, obviously, it's not exactly, you know, you're not always going to get people who want to speak uh, on camera. And, you know, obviously, you have to get their permission. It's not like I'm just, you know, hey, uh, by the way, I recorded all this. Um, you have to let them know that as soon as possible. And then, or at least this is what I do. I don't, know if the, I don't know what the actual laws are. It depends on where you're from. But what I usually do is I'll usually let them know, like, hey, I would like to record this. I'm this YouTuber. This is my backstory, just so we have a understanding that you know you're not um you know that you're not the only one um that sorry that i have a place of credibility like in terms of mental health all that kind of stuff and uh yeah it's it's um but yeah i started doing that and then it just you know started going off into like a little bit of a i guess podcasting thing even though i'm not actually releasing them on podcast i've only released the first one but you know it, it's it's really funny, right? Because, uh, you know, I have social anxiety and I could have just said like, Oh, I wish that I wish that I could have done this. I wish that I could have done that. But, you know, I, I going back to like one of my mental health chats, I had this uh, woman on named, uh, T Dr. Janessa Franks, who's a really good, um, clinical psychologist. Who's also trying to, um, she started a website that, uh, called bashful and bright where, you know, she's trying to, um, help people with their social anxiety because people don't realize how l limiting social or how dangerous social anxiety really can be like in its very extreme forms because you think of it like this is what i mentioned to her like people just think of it as oh i got butterflies in my stomach or i got this but it could really hamper you 
and it could really add to your other diagnoses because I, I feel like social anxiety isn't I feel like anxiety and depression go hand in hand um I, I feel like you it's not that you can't have one without the other it's just you know it, it seems like they feed into each other quite well and so you know for me um you know social anxiety kind of you know well granted i was smoking weed at the time which heightened it to a whole new level but um you know uh, social anxiety for me also stops me a lot of times from doing things that maybe i would i would want to do and then afterwards i just feel terrible because you know it's like oh man i should have gone to done that thing now people are gonna judge me and people are gonna you know you know what was he doing even though like they were just having a great time and you know maybe some of those people are but you know um and the, the thing about it and she makes a great point about it is that you know she feels nervous every time she does a youtube video right but she and people are asking her like how do you get the confidence to do that right well she she doesn't con she a lot of people think that confidence Hmm. Okay. I shouldn't say that. Um, one thing that I used to think, <laughs> I always say like a lot of people think, even though it's actually just something that I thought about in my imagination. But one thing that I think people get wrong about confidence is that it's the catalyst that goes into action. But I feel, but that's really backwards, right? Because you don't get confidence by just, you know, sitting around. I mean, you can, but how long does that take you, right? An example that I usually give is, um, you know, one of the things that I used to do is just watch a bunch of bodybuilding videos before I'd go to the gym. And, you know, by the time I'd hit like two hours, all of a sudden I'd be like, oh, I got to get to the gym. Oh, it's a little too late now. You know, <laughs> I was, excuse me, I was spending all this time building that confidence to go to the gym and I didn't go. Right. So not saying that people don't need that kind of motivation or any of that, that kind of stuff. But at the same time, motivation is very fickle and so is confidence. Your confidence and your motivation wavers quite a bit, a lot more than action does, right? If you go out there, that's like a, that's something that you can tangibly do. And it's something that's not as fickle depending on what you, your mindset is and what, depending on what you're willing to do. Um, it's not nearly as fickle as like confidence and uh, motivation and hope, right? Because if you think about it, hope is a little bit fickle too, right? You hope that you're going to get out of a situation. You hope that you're going to get out of a situation. You start to lose hope that you won't get out of this situation. I'm sorry, you start to lose hope that you will get out of the situation. Um, and it's, yeah, like I said, it's very, very fickle in terms of the fact that it's not like a guaranteed thing. Whereas if I go to the gym, right, it's not guaranteed that I'll make like massive gains. But if I go to the gym, I know that I'll gain some confidence afterwards. Like, you know, I really haven't gone. There's been a couple of times where I've gone, um, you know, where I've gone to the gym and felt like terrible afterwards. But it's just because, um, you know, I didn't really put my all in. But I still got it still wasn't nearly as bad as if I had just not gone and wondered what could have been. Excuse me. Um, and I think that's the thing about these New Year's resolutions that we need to think about, right? Is that these New Year's resolutions, yes, they're great. And yes, you can think of the New Year as a new slate. That's fine. But you also have to start it off well. Um, you know, you have to start off this New Year with a, 
you know, the, with the, you know, hitting the ground running or else, you know, you might not get the momentum to keep it going. And, you know, I, like, like I said, I'm not, once again, I want to say that any of you out there making new year's resolutions, you know, please do, do you, you know, please, um, you know, whatever helps you figure out, you know, um, what you need to do, that's absolutely fine. But at the same time, make sure that you're implementing the the factors into it that you need to in order to make that thing happen. You know, um, you know, even with like my YouTube channel, and all that stuff, like, man, it's grueling. Um, you know, it's grueling to put in all this work and see only like one of your videos go. By the way, this isn't a complaint. It's just I'm just telling you the realities of. Um, I was watching this video on. Um, apparently, you know, there's this marshmallow test, right? And these kids, um, they can actually determine to a large percentage, um, which kid will go on to find success in terms of education and which kids won't, um, based off of this marshmallow test. So they give a kid, I think it's like five, four or five year old kids. They give a kid a marshmallow and they say, Hey, uh, I'll be right back. If you can wait for me. Um, I'll be back in 15 minutes. If you can wait for me, I'll give you another marshmallow. And if the kid couldn't wait, that would determine, like I said, very roughly, I don't remember the statistics exactly on it, but it was a pretty good indicator that this kid wouldn't, um, have what it took to, uh, to get through college, all this kind of stuff. Whereas the kid who did, uh, did not eat the marshmallow was better with it. And it's this sense of delayed gratification, um, which I'm still coming to terms with, like, don't, don't get me wrong guys. But, you know, as I'm working on this YouTube channel, you know, I only get like maybe 19, 20 views. And one of my videos just kind of blows up uh, like on both of my channels. I have one video that blew up on my other channel. And then I have this video um, about like Naruto and mental health uh, that blew up on uh, this channel. And, you know, it, it's really hard to figure out what people kind of want, but at the same time, I'm not exactly doing it for, um, for all these views, right? I'm really doing this because I'm kind of on a journey right now to figure out what I want to do in life. And, uh, you know, I've always wanted to kind of put myself out there. It's, it's a, it's kind of a paradox. I, I, I as a person, I'm very paradoxical, right? Because I have social anxiety, but I like entertaining people. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's one of those things where it's like, I like, I have an entertainer's personality, but I don't like, you know, it exhausts me, right? You know, that's why I'm taking a little bit, a little bit of a break off the mental health chats for right now, just because, whoo, man, those those put a lot of stress on me in terms of um, me getting ready to talk to somebody, all this kind of stuff. Now, I will get back to it, uh, maybe once I figure out who I'm going to interview. Uh, that's always the problem too, is I have to go out, um, I have to go out and you know start a conversation. Hey, you know, do you want to talk to me? And um, that can always be pretty awkward. Um, but yeah, it, it's. You know, it's interesting, this idea of delayed gratification, you know, <clears throat> when you think about like, oh, today I could just sit at home, and play Xbox, right? There is that, or you could put in work and then see, see how it grows, right? Um, kind of putting in a, putting in a sacrifice so that you know that, um, well, I, I guess it, just to use a religious example, you're right. That was kind of the reason behind sacrifices. You would sacrifice something so you'd have, uh, 
something even greater in heaven. Um, you sacrifice the temptations of the now to um, have a better life in heaven. Now, I'm not saying that you should um, do any of that. I do have a couple of problems with that idea, but you should definitely, um, you know, thinking about it now, it, it definitely is more fulfilling to go through life in a in a way that, you know, you don't go, you don't give in to every little temptation, you know, um, this kind of Dionysian idea. And I don't have any problem with doing that every now and then. But when you're, when you live in a constant life of that, it starts to get a little, uh, not annoying, it starts to get a little bit of, it starts to get a like all of a sudden you have this thing called like the hedonic treadmill, you know, where all of a sudden once you, like, let's say you are sad and you're poor and you're just like, oh man, if only I was rich, I wouldn't have any problems. Well, once you become rich, then everything starts to reset because you're so used to it that you start to, you know, then you get sad again and then, you know, you think you need more, that kind of thing. So it just, you know, humans are kind of wired that way to get used to a situation and then, you know, then their ba the, their base level kind of resets. Um, and, you know, it, 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 it kind of is just what it is, but at the same time, um, I forgot where I was going with that, to be honest with you. I kind of went off into a tangent, but, you know, I, I think that, the fulfillment really is in the hard work that you put in to whatever you're trying to do. And, you know, for people out there that have a new year's resolution, you know, just, um, remember the hard work that uh, goes into it and remember that, you know, these things don't come overnight. You know, I know that's a, like a really cliche thing to say, but guys, I fall into that trap all the time. Like I want this many subscribers. I want that many listeners. I want, you know, and then you forget, like, it's like, not people aren't indebted to me. They don't have to listen to me. And there's a lot of competition out there. So, you know, I'm not the only one talking about mental health out here now, you know, uh, especially since the pandemic. So it's, you know, it is, um, it's grueling, but it's also very satisfying. You know, whenever I put out a video or put out a podcast, I'm just like, oh man, like that was, that was my hard work that I just put out there. That's amazing. So yeah, you know, with all that being said, guys, you know, good luck with your news resolutions. Good luck with your new year. You, you know, it's 2021. We'll see how uh, everything changes. But, you know, as usual, guys, I really hope that you guys, um, you know, oh, by the way, I will be back to recording um, this week. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys have a great new year. And uh, as always, guys, remember to keep it casual.